Hey, you know what that music means. The clubhouse doors are open once again. Welcome back. This is the Club Cool Podcast. We're meeting the same place that we always do. It's the intersection of style and pop culture. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. This is our last show of 2018. How about that? It's going to be a good one for you. We've got a few different segments. We're going to talk about New Year's Eve. We've got another fresh segment of of, uh, Hyper Heat. And then uh, we're going to talk about some of the best-dressed men of the year, according to GQ. I'm here with recurring guest star, unofficial co-host, Phil Battaglia. What's going on, Phil? Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, How's it been? It's been a week since I saw you. A lot has changed. Nothing's getting done around here, is it? it It's the week before Christmas. Yeah. And everything was stirring, not not even a mouse. No, I botched that one. Um, Damn. (laughs) Not a computer mouse, that's for Uh, damn sure. Tell you what. I I feel like, you know, people are in the office this week, but, but... the brains are shut down. It yeah, it's like. hard for us salesmen out there. I'm telling you, it's, bet, it's not I easy bet. to get a hold of people. Yeah, I'm. I, I've been working on. Yeah, I'm. I'm even like hesitant to 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 shoot out emails mm-hmm. this week because like I don't want them to just find their way to the bottom of the pile. I would because, hold off. Yeah, you, you, at this point, it's like kind of business is suspended. Uh, you know, until until really after the new year, almost. Mm-hmm. You're, it's going to be a stretch to get stuff done. So. Good luck to all the cubicle warriors out there and, and everybody trying to make shit happen. Uh, the businesses that are doing just smashing good right now, retail. But I tell you what, I live in uh, an, an area of Austin called Sunset Valley and drive here, drive right past this massive shopping area off of Brody. And it is just, I mean, right now, I, ju- I was just there 15 minutes ago and it it's... It's, it's crazy. It's yeah. wild. I really, I, man, I think I might have to go to the domain this week. Yikes. And boy, am I dreading that. If you have to go to a, at least it's not like a full on mall. Yeah. It's like an outdoor mall. So it's not quite as bad. So it feels festive. It's outdoor. They've got Christmas trees. You it's know. not near as bad. Can you imagine going to the, the Galleria, the but, Houston oh, Galleria? Oh right my now? God. Oh my God. I'd rather jump off the top of that thing. I think I did it last year. I think I went to the gallery the day after Christmas last Uh year. Sometimes I like to mix it up and get get down in there and and just... You like to get down in there and do some uh, ice skating. (laughs) No, no ice skating. (laughs) Your boy doesn't... uh, I'll inline skate. You will. I'm not going to ice skate. Okay. I was having this conversation with somebody earlier this week. I, I don't like... It's not something that we do here in Texas, so I'm not good at it. I've never done it, so I'm 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 I'd be out. There. I haven't I probably haven't done it in 15 years. I don't know. Never I'm attempted because I'm I know I'm not going to be good at that. So I'm going to be out there flailing around. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fun. And then I'm going to slip and I'm going to fall, and and my butt's going to get wet. And then I'm going to have wet ass all day. I don't want that. Then you got to get out there and shop after that. Yeah. No. No. I, that's not for me. Producer Micah, you about to chime in here? Yeah, if I could just hop on for one second. Um, you know what sucks? The mall sucks. We hate the mall. Oh, the mall's yeah. the worst place, and especially this time of year. Yeah, we're we our office used to be close to the mall, and our commutes got like fifteen minutes longer, like yeah. the entire month of December because yes. there was just mall traffic. Yeah. Ugh. If you want to avoid the mall, there's one great place to do it. Uh, there's many great places to do it. The internet. But specifically at rowdygentleman.com. Oh, wow. Okay. And just one quick promotional plug. If you go to rowdygentleman.com today before midnight, this is Wednesday, December 19th, you will get free shipping on orders over 50 bucks, and they will 
they are guaranteed to get there by Christmas. Wow. We're That's rushing huge. It and we're paying for it. So how good is that? Mm-hmm. Rowdygentleman.com. Uh, promo code COOL15 saves you 15%. Plus, you get you spend 50 bucks, you get free shipping. Today is the last day, though. And this is not this is not a joke. If no. You, if you sign up tomorrow, you're just going to have to buy gift cards. That's the best you're going to be able to do. Or you're going to have to deal with the mall. That's the, yeah, or that's go the to, thing. Yeah, that's right. Today that's, is that's the last day pretty much for most online shopping mm-hmm. to get your to get your shit. Get your shit. So Today's at the day. Rowdy gonna, yeah. Midnight at RowdyGentleman.com. Cool. Thank 15. Uh, wait. Before we keep going, have you seen... Do y'all watch... Y'all probably don't even watch South Park. I have, I've not kept up with this current season. They're doing a shtick right now on mall people, like, okay. and it is <laughs> so good. I'm going to check it out. It's I will check good. it out. Uh, you know, instead of going to the mall, I hope to be sitting around and uh, just sipping on eggnog. Gross. You don't like eggnog? No. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite parts of the holiday. Here's, here's by the way, shouts to Total Wine. Mm. If you, is Total Wine doing podcast advertisements yet? I don't know. It, they should, though, and they mm-hmm. should sponsor Club Cool because I love Total Wine. Spend too much money there. Noting that uh, right now. But, uh, yeah, they've got the pre-bottled eggnog now. It comes with the alcohol already in it. And it's really, really good. It's so good. If you're in a, if you're in, if like me, you're an eggnog boy. Here's the thing. You can go to the grocery store, you can buy the eggnog, and then you can add your favorite liquor to it or whatever. But it always gets it always gets really runny to me, you know? It gets too thin and like the the flavor of the of the alcohol and the eggnog is like I don't know, it's a little separated. It's just kind of weird. Here you go, they do their thing, whatever, you know, process they have to get it all to mix together and just stay together and it's delicious. Pennsylvania Dutch is my favorite brand of it right now, but man, I love that. I also love baked goods around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You down with a cookie? I'm down Phil? with a cookie. Okay. And we'll get you some cookies instead of some eggnog. Yeah. Uh, the eggnog, just the, the you describing that getting runny and thin. <laughs> Because it's gross. I, dude, I, so on this on this prepackaged stuff with the alcohol in it, I get a little, I get a glass, a short glass. I drop a couple ice cubes in it, and then like half a glass, half of a short glass. Mm-hmm. It's all the eggnog you need. It's just like a nice little sweet treat. Mm-hmm. It's got alcohol in it. It's just a good nightcap. You know, are That's, you lit after one glass? No, 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 no. Okay. That's always my issue with the the jugged can bottled uh-huh. whatever it is eggnog. Is like I don't. It, it I like the taste of it. Yeah, but I I don't want more than like a shot. Right. It's, right. That's it's just just a, enough. Yeah. So, and then if you try and pour a shot of whiskey over it, then you just ruin the whole thing. Okay. So yeah. I, I'm I'm intrigued by this alcohol included nog. Uh, it's not it's not <laughs> expensive either, so you should give it a whirl. I, I I would if you bring it to a party, or something it's gonna get it's gonna get consumed. people are gonna enjoy. They're it. gonna okay. drink. They're gonna drink it. Well, it'll it'll go quick. Total wine. You know uh, where wh- to find us. And while we're throwing shouts here at the top, also I'm I'm encroaching onto Sunday Scariest territory here. But for the longest time, Will has been talking about the Great British Baking Show. Uh, the Great British Ashley loves that show. Okay, so I never gave it a chance. Heard mm-hmm. Will talk about it. I even think Vogue.com like, name-dropped Sunday Scaries recently in a blurb about it. So that's huge for Sunday Scaries. Vogue.com, if you want to dr- name-drop Club Cool, we're totally down for that, too. <laughs> um, so I've had a little bit of extra free time, you know? Uh, and I started to watch it. And it is so compelling is it, is it so good? It is addictive as hell, and I'm I'm all in on the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, and so is Netflix mm-hmm. because they have like 14 different spinoffs already. Yeah, 
They when when the Great British Baking Show, there's like two seasons, the first two that are just you can't find them. They're nowhere. They they were on like the original BBC channel. Mm-hmm. They they can't get the rights to them or something. It's it's gone. But then when British Baking Show left their their old BBC channel, Netflix and the, they like got scooped up by another BBC channel, and then Netflix like jumped in and got part of that deal too. So where they're like an executive producer now, and so they're putting on all sorts of shit. So now there's Great British Baking Show. There's Great British Baking Show Beginnings. There's Masterclass, and then there's American Baking Show. The American something or other baking show same people same thing same judges Uh oh and now that one's available on hulu instead of netflix but they're doing a holiday special right now so everybody's they're baking festive treats and i just feel i can't get enough of this is this the one where they have the kids too doing the baking i have not seen any kids baking yet no well that's another show but baking shows i can tell because of this are all the rage because there are not only are there like the multiple spinoffs of great British baking show, but now there's just like four other baking yeah franchises out there on Netflix and various other TV channels. Everybody's baking, baby. Everybody's baking. Uh, I like to bake. Yeah, just, I just threw a French rolling pin on my Christmas list. Wow, <laughs> that's yeah, because a... I got to smash some butter so I can laminate and make some Queen Amans. Maybe that's my big that's my big goal. Wow. I love a Queen Amans. Please and document it, yeah, this on yeah, the club. I might cool have to Instagram if, if you can uh, create those. I, I'm all I'm all ears. <laughs> that is that is the one pastry that I will I will chew I will crawl over broken glass for. <laughs> yeah, what is? But you they are best I can tell. I, I that's that's going to be hard to do. It is. It's tough. It's and if tough. you can do it, I will uh, I will bow down to you. We need yeah. to see evidence of this. Okay, I'll, baking I, is in. I, it's I, fashionable. I, yeah. <laughs> it's where culture and. Pop culture and style <laughs> equals baking, yes, obviously. In twenty eighteen, yeah, we're changing the name. This is now a baking show. This is now a baking <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, it's kind of been my week picked up great British baking show. You're probably wondering, Barrett, how do you have time for great British baking show, but not to post any content on your Instagram feed? (laughs) And well, okay. It's, it's, it's really, it's weird. Okay. You, you know, you wonder like how, like how moms and housewives and people like you, you wonder what they fill their day with. You you often wonder like, what are you, what are you doing all day? Mm -hmm. What are you doing all day? I'll tell you what. You lose structure for two weeks. Yeah, you're fucked. And everything takes so much more time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so, it's, when you come in to one spot, you know, at 8, 9 a.m., whatever, and you're there for the majority of the day to only get stuff done, like, it, it, it the day feels long and, you, mm-hmm. it, you know, you, you're just working. But you're getting stuff done. You take that, like, you take the structure of the job away and it's just like everything takes longer. Because now you're because now you're taking out the dog and you're feeding the dog and you're driving somewhere because you're gonna you're driving to the gym or you're driving to meet coffee to get coffee with somebody or this meeting mm-hmm. or that meeting or and then you're running some errands and then it it, it just you, the day is just like man it goes so quick and before you know it you're cooking dinner and going to sleep so and baking and baking and watching the and watching shows about baking but. More content is coming to the gram. It, I, I, I will be making it a priority. I still haven't even sent out my big plaid coat list. I feel really, really bad about that. I, I've been considering different ways. Well, like, how do I get this? How do I put this list down? I think what I'm going to do is make a Google Doc and just sh- blast it out on Twitter. That works. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna. We're going to get 4,000 people in this Google Doc, and I can't wait. <laughs> that's all. That's huge. Yeah. Now, it's just going to be view only. I'm not going to let you edit it. <laughs> but uh, Why not? But that's what I'm going to do. 
So stay tuned. I will get more posts and more content and big plaid coat stuff up on the gram and on Twitter at Club Cool Pod. I do apologize once again. And uh, all right, let's jump into some talk. Let's talk some more holiday talk. Let's let's pause on Christmas and let's jump into New Year's Eve. Skipping Christmas. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we've talked. We've talked Christmas. We're baking. We're drinking eggnog. We're shopping. Mm-hmm. Now it's New Year's Eve. Here we are. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year, uh, you filthy animal. <laughs> you got any plans? No, no, no. And like, it, I st- <laughs> are you a couch boy? Now? Uh, no, I don't know. What we end up usually doing is going out to like a nice dinner, okay, and drinks, and then yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stay out very late. No, okay. And um, not because I mean, I don't know. I just don't like dealing with a huge crowd and like fucking with Ubers and. I'd rather just get back to the home base in one piece. Right, right. But we will get out there and mix it up up until about 10.30 or (laughs) (laughs) So you're not even going to stay late enough for a champagne toast, huh? I doubt it. I don't know, man. It just depends. I mean, if something comes up, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you know what I'm not doing? What are you not doing? Here's what I'm... I I can... uh, There's more... There's more... uh, Tell me, to what talk about okay. not Tell me what you're doing. not doing. All right, so do you remember, like, back in the day, like, fresh out of college? or Yeah, out of college, and, and everybody would, like, drop $100, $125 each and go to some fucking huge party. Yes, yes. That was open bar. Yes. You never get the drinks that you were promised. Yes. You're standing in line for most of the night. Yes. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> But it was always a good time. But now that gives me like just the chills thinking about going to something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that is a very, very popular New Year's Eve night for young people, and it's it's pretty universally terrible. I I think that they've gotten a little bit better at them. I, I feel like one of the last ones I went to, they had like fixed the open bar thing mm-hmm. because of the first couple that I went to. Yeah, they were. It was like it was open bar, but there were only two bars. Yeah, uh, good luck, or two bartenders <laughs> for approximately four thousand people. Uh-huh. And so it was just like you weren't, you, you couldn't, you couldn't even get a drink. You just, you were just waiting the whole time. This is gonna really make me sound super old, but like I remember one of the last ones that we went to was in Houston, and the the worst part of the whole thing was trying to catch a cab. This was before Uber. And leaving, oh, yeah. trying to catch a cab, forget it. You're better off. Like, every single year, I know I uttered the words, let's just fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're waiting for a cab, about to give up, and just off myself. And this girl that happened to go to Texas State, this is in Houston, gets kicked out of her cab because she was belligerent. And as she's getting thrown out of the cab, she yells to the guy, I hope you get in a wreck tonight and burn. (laughs) (laughs) At which point we were like, all right, great. We're going to hop in. You ready? And then we just took off with the guy. We didn't get in a wreck or burn that night. That's nice. Uh, People listening to this podcast who are like under 30 Mm -hmm. and have been going out or under, I don't know, 27 and have only been going out since Uber existed. I hate you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you, know, you yeah. just never know that the suffering that we went through. Oh my through god, it was it was in, just uh, in ba- and we, we speak as Texans growing up in in Texas cities that have 
terrible cab systems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, my New Year's cab story, I will quickly tell as well. Please. We went to a, a party at a, this exact party that we speak of. One that's open bar is promised. It has three levels. There's a band on one floor. <laughs> there's a DJ on the next. Yeah. You yeah. know, I forget, like, the tickets we got allowed us to access two floors, but not the third. And the uh. third is where the free, the high-class cl- liquor was, <laughs> whatever the case was. Was this at the W? No, this was okay. before the W. This, this was sounds at the, speak, like the, one uh, the Speakeasy oh, on yeah, Congress. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and this is in my mid-20s, so this is many years ago. This is long before Uber. <laughs> anyway, we go to the party. I remember I, I bought, I found a tuxedo that my in my dad's closet. Perfect. that's who I was at the time. And uh, so I, I put on this tuxedo and it fit me. And so I went out. I remember I went to Steinmart and I bought a $42 tuxedo shirt. And it was like the biggest expenditure I'd made in a long time at that mm. point. And as soon as we walked in, someone spilled a red drink <laughs> just like all over it. So I knew the shirt was ruined. Uh, I end up going back to a girl's place, and uh, before we hook up or whatever, I she's like, "Go take my dogs for a walk," and I'm like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> so as I take her dogs for a walk. One of her dogs bites me, and I start bleeding. Like it bits my finger so hard that I started bleeding, and so I wrap it up. And then right as like I get her into the room, and we're about to start, you know, having a little celebration. Oh, uh, two of my moronic friends showed up at this house. Because they had somehow we managed to snag a cab, but they did not, and they literally just walked, and it took them the hour. It took them an hour to get there, and they just showed up and ruined my evening. And I, I never, never had uh, the fun, you know, night that I deserved oh, that man, I anticipated. That's, that's, a, that's a shame. You took kids out the dogs. You took out the dogs and everything. By yeah. the time I had wrapped the the gauze around my finger. Well, you weren't uh, going to be Bobby able to do anything JD. with those fingers anyway. Hey, so. hey. <laughs> you know, it's probably for the best now anyway. Uh, but that's uh, that's your story. Yeah. It, it, it's New high Year's stakes. Is, my it's, my it, move, yeah. I, I know you guys didn't ask, but my move on New Year's generally <laughs> the last few years has been party until exactly mid- go to The best is like going to somebody's house. Mm-hmm. Exactly midnight, you, 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 you pop the champagne, you call the Uber at like 11.59. And then it arrives at like twelve oh five, and you're just gone. Yeah, you're out the door, and uh, the surging doesn't start till like twelve thirty. If you're if you're lucky, that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, here's the thing: if you're gonna go to one of these big parties like this, my 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 number one thing is to just temper your expectations. You know, just kind of start being pessimistic about it now. Set the bar low. That that way, if it's fun at all. It's it surpasses what you were hoping for, mm-hmm. and you end up having like a pretty decent night. But it is tough out there. It is hard to get an Uber or a cab. It's just a mess. Everybody is like very excited about the new year and 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 wants it to be fancy and fun and and luxurious. And it just it always kind of seems like a letdown. I used to be a real hater on New Year's Eve. I've I've come around a little bit in this in this new era of not really doing these like big hotel and event parties like mm-hmm. this. Like you guys said, house party is the way to go. For Those sure. have been my, my most fun nights. I think that's what kind of what we're going to be trying to do this year again. And you know what? We've done a house party, low-key, small little place, you know, like not, not, a, not some big fancy thing. And we all put on tuxedos and like, you know, elegant gowns. You can do whatever at the house party. I looked party. great in my gown. Did you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you can do whatever you exactly. want at the house party. So you can it's your still, call. You can still throw in that that element of like yeah you know of of fun and mm-hmm. getting all dressed up even at a house party um 
And you know, get good liquor. Get good wine. It is a celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 cheap out. Don't buy the McCormick's. Don't buy Kentucky Deluxe for New Year's Eve. Get something nice. Treat yourself, man. This is a celebration of a of another year. You're you're still you're here. You're living. You're thriving. We made it. We made it. One last tip is uh, don't drink. The, it it can be easy, and we've all done this. You're at the house party. There's 30 bottles of champagne around. You decide, I'm just going to drink champagne tonight. <laughs> or you're drinking champagne out of the bottle, or you're just pouring it. Don't drink champagne all night, it, especially if you're not, like. I know there are women out there, and lots of them that listen to this podcast, that are, oh, I like bubbles. That's what I drink. Don't drink champagne all night. That's just a bad idea because if you're at a party with 20 bottles of champagne, it's all cheap, and cheap champagne mm. is the worst hangover of all. It's, true. it's been it's scientifically true. proven. <laughs> Last year, I, I was not feeling well. We had just gotten back from a trip, and my allergies were just, I mean, just absolutely wreaking havoc on me. And we did, for the first time ever, we just did the couch night. And uh, I don't I don't recommend that either. You don't? No. Do something. Do something. You'll regret it. You'll be like, oh, man, we just At wasted least New Year's Eve. Yeah. And uh, drinks. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about getting dressed for New Year's Eve. Let's. There is a tendency among guys, I feel like, to kind of end up looking like date Mike from The Office, <laughs> you know, like going a, going a little too far with the whole like um, Lothario lounge lizard type deal. <laughs> and that's that's what I want you guys to stay away from if you're not going for a bit, if you're just trying to look sharp as hell. It, I I I think it's much better to look really really sharp in a tuxedo or a nice suit rather than trying to like throw on all the the, the festive uh, accoutrement or or looks. Now it, you can pull those off, but I, I say this type of thing a lot for for wedding wear as well. We've mm-hmm. kind of had this discussion. Like don't do don't do like don't go sockless and wear a pocket square and wear a lapel pin and wear a tie bar. And like a funky shirt, you know what I'm like. And the the loafers, and, right? The and the velvet loafers. loafers. Yeah. So same thing for New Year's Eve. Like, don't wear like the really loud or patterned or velvet sport coat, and your monogrammed velvet pimp loafers, mm-hmm. and like bring a cane or something. <laughs> don't do all those things all at one time because you think it's New Year's Eve. Don't do the most. Don't do the do most. Just enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just a you know the, like there there's there are good looking. Dinner jackets, velvet jackets, pattern jackets, but just let that do the let that one piece do all the talking for you, and just keep the keep everything else nice and straightforward. New Year's is a great time to flex a little bit, be out there just a little bit. But I, I the key word you said is one that one piece. Yeah, if you're gonna just do one thing, do it well. If you've got that awesome jacket, wear that awesome jacket, wear the awesome loafers. Yeah, but don't don't go with the tie square or the pocket square and the 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 tie bar and all everything else. Just do one thing. Right, right. And, and have fun. And should all else fail, like I said, you really cannot go wrong in your tuxedo, in a in a, in a well-fitted tuxedo. I'm pretty sure if you just, like, pulled women, that's that's going to end up as the average number one answer. Like, what do they like men look – what's their favorite thing for a man, man to wear? It's a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. I have said it on Ross Boland podcast. I – I only want to be photographed for the rest of my life wearing tuxedos because I that's every man looks their best in a well-cut, well-tailored tuxedo. Yeah. Period. And I, I, I might get flamed from some of you guys here, but I am of the opinion 
that a tuxedo is the only time that you should wear a bow tie. I do not like bow ties outside of a tuxedo. 100% agree. And Flame us both. <laughs> and this is the night, man, because what's great about the bow tie, I, like my like one of my just arbitrary rules that I sometimes follow and sometimes don't, is if I'm wearing a tuxedo with my self-tied bow tie, I will not take that boat. I will not undo that bow tie until the clock strikes midnight. Ooh, good rule. That's the, that is the, and that's right there at that minute. Good Boom. rule. Then it's, you're on to the, to the part, part du of uh, the evening. Yes. And that's, you can, you can let it loose. Then you untie it. You undo a couple buttons. Yeah. And you get yourself a scotch. <clears throat> this is, this is date Barrett at this that is, point. This is date Barrett. Yeah. yeah. And collar comes undone. <laughs> Collar comes undone. He puts on the Kangol hat. Put on the, yeah. Get something on the rocks, you know? Something <laughs> single malt. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, those are kind of my, that's my New Year's Eve dressing tips. And then if you're just, if you're just, if you're not doing something fancy, if, if you are, if it's more of a regular night, low key, just, you know, do you. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. I wear, I, I wear black a lot. Lots of black. Always. That's New the Year's easiest Eve, thing. New Year's Eve is, uh, it's nice. It's just, it's just, it fits, you know, makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break and hear from a sponsor. Hey, have you been to meundies.com slash cool yet? If not, I don't know what you're waiting for. You need to go check out meundies, meundies.com slash cool. This is the most comfortable underwear I have ever, ever worn. Okay. Everything is made from a micro modal fabric that's three times softer than cotton. MeUndies just dropped me a new pair to add to my my ever-growing collection. What I really like is the men's trunk, okay? This is in between a boxer brief and a regular, like, high-cut re- brief. So it's it's just a shorter length, and it's perfect for me. It just it fits nicely under pants, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't ride up. It's just perfect. I love the classic colors like navy and black, but... MeUndies is also very well known for their fun prints. And we were just talking about New Year's. Right now, their member-exclusive print is martini glasses. It's called Shaken and Stirred. It's a really, really fun print. You can get something for yourself. You can get something for your girlfriend. They've got great women's stuff as well. Uh, bra- bralettes, matching undies. You guys can get matching loungewear. You're going to be hungover after New Year's, right? You're going to need that. Your, your New Year's Day, maybe mm-hmm. you go grab brunch. Maybe you just sit on the couch, and you're going to want to be in lounge pants from MeUndies. So okay? comfortable. Yeah, because that those are made from the same micro-modal fabric. They're exquisite, I must say. Um, you can watch Great British Baking Show wearing your lounge pants from MeUndies, okay? You're going to get 15% off of your order and... If you go right now, if you go right now, you can still get free two-day shipping on orders over $125. That's 15% off of your entire first order. There's no risk here. You're going to love everything that you get. That's MeUndies.com slash cool. Check it out. And we're back with our segment that we introduced last week. It's time for another round of Hype or Heat. This time, we're going to focus on Off-White and Louis Vuitton, both creative directed, creatively directed by Virgil Abloh. Last, last week, we kind of did some Fear of God talk. We talked Jerry. This, this week, we're moving on to Virgil. We're talking about, uh, first, his Air Force Ones that dropped today via the Sneakers app and other assorted sites. 
this is again part of his ongoing Nike collaboration called the 10. He released two Air Force Ones today, one in a super, super bright neon called Volt, and then an all black pair. What'd you think, Phil? What do you th- what, 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 you, what you got here? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm a sucker for neon stuff, but I do not like, I've never really been into Air Force Ones yeah. in general, so it's going to be a pass for me. Um, I, th- I actually, you know, I love a lot of uh, the 10 out of this collection and the stuff that he keeps dropping. I really like, I'm just not, a, I would, you know, I'd have to pass on these for sure. They don't do anything for me. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I'm hesitant to call it hype though, mm-hmm. because for a lot of people it works, it looks good on them. So I'm going to give it the heat stamp. Nice. Okay. I'm, I, I'm with you and more so on this volt pair. Yeah. I really, really like the neon pair. And uh I, I did it I did enter the draw for these on the sneakers app this morning. It was a big L. Uh pretty sure they were super, super limited because the stock X price is significantly higher than what I thought these would resell for. There it's like you know, up to four fifty to six hundred bucks really for a pair of, of, of these in both colors. The black pair those are not personally for me. Just like you you guys have heard me say that I don't really like all white sneakers. I also don't really like all black sneakers. There's just something about my like <laughs> cones and rods, basically. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I need more contrast mm-hmm. on a shoe typically. And so, you know, even with these Volt ones, like it, these are a little different because even though the midsole and the upper is the same color, even though it's all this one color, it's like a very bright standout color and it just kind of, it, it works. But, uh, but on the all black pair, it's just like, you know, I wish I'd like them more if that midsole was gray or, or white or just something yeah. to kind of like change it up a little bit. Just cause I feel like you put on an all black shoe and it just kind of looks like a big old hoof. Ho- yeah. It yeah. does, especially with an Air Force One. I mean, these yeah. are already, you know, boxy. Yes. And and, uh, and an Air Force One is a big chunkster of a shoe. Uh, I tried on a couple pairs of Air Force Ones a few months back. One thing to note, definitely go down at least a half size from your regular Nike size if you want to try out an Air Force I One. I can see that. Yeah. And then uh, also know that they are a bulkier shoe. So I... Uh, like I would probably stay if I had landed a pair of these, I'd probably stay away from like the skinny jeans with them just because it's such a, you know, it, 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 it just kind of throws off the proportions to have that real slender silhouette coming down your legs. And then boom, you got this big old pop of a chunkster shoe mm. on your, on your foot. But I, I agree with you. I, I think this is another piece of heat from Virgil and Nike. This collaboration shows zero sign of, of slowing down mm-hmm. at its current pace. Whereas <clears throat> the other side of the coin with Yeezy, with Yeezy, it is yeah slowed to a halt. Not yeah. really, but it has definitely come down off a high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll it just kind of speaking of, and, and we may address this in the new year, but they've got a cut. Yeezy has a couple new colorways dropping in like the, in like the, the uh the 700 and the um 350 called the static yeah and like they're these like white and gray colorways i like those they're they look really really good especially the um the kind of old school retro runner silhouette the 700 i believe Uh, sorry Mm -hmm. if i'm wrong there it's 700 750 i never remember um so i'll be interested to see what those do 
like will they try to cut down product on one of these drops to kind of like inflate the resale price inflate some of the hype mm-hmm. again like see what they can do or will it kind of be static again and not really and not really move the needle as far as the as far as the demand around them goes yeah the hype factor is pretty much gone yeah. not gone but it's it's definitely slowed i wish they would do that i wish that they would release these and not you know blow it out with inventory mm-hmm. like yeah. they used to and it's really it, it's also difficult to say I, I can't quite tell what's happening there i know that they are producing more i know they are releasing more than they used to but i also uh, but I, I think it's a little bit of both i think fatigue has started to set in mm-hmm. and it's been it's been a longer time you know we don't know where this this virgil and nike stuff give this two more years and surely the shine will have worn off for sure you know did you see this is a side note but i I read somewhere that the yeezy clothing label is in trouble with the better business bureau really yeah (laughs) they've received something like over 700 complaints within the past like year or so wow okay for like lost shipments no communication missed shipments um but i just thought that was hilarious a better business bureau is going to come after yeezy okay yeah well, you know, you want that A plus rating. You do. You want. You do want that A plus rating when you're and, doing business. And speaking of a Kanye brand and and known associates, I tried out a couple of T-shirts from Scott Disick's line called Talentless. He has a line. He does. It's called Talentless. Fitting, aptly named. Yes. Uh, and they were running like a Bogo special. Uh-huh. The shirts like looked like decent basics. I decided to try them. Uh, didn't like them. The fit wasn't very good. And it took them nine days to respond to my email for a return <laughs> authorization. <laughs> because it's probably like yeah. Scott Disick or like an intern. Yeah. It's just, yeah. These things, these these celebrities, a lot of the times when they try to like monetize their name and their brand and their, you know, just whatever it is that they have, they just, they 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 get involved with these like half-baked ideas that they just don't execute he's so late to the game and he's very very late yeah here's a a, a, while we're off topic let's just veer right (laughs) off the topic keep keep veering uh fun story so like (laughs) micah you were talking about like when you were that guy and would go like get a something out of your dad's closet and and do the most at the new year's eve party so when i was like i think we were fresh out of college Went to a wedding and decided I'd be funny and try and get like a funny wedding gift for somebody. Mm-hmm. And this was when Jersey Shore was like <laughs> in its prime. Oh, and yeah. so uh, I emailed, <clears throat> I had seen somewhere that you can pay Polly D to sign a poster of himself with whatever message you <laughs> want him to. So that was the gift. It was going to say, uh, you know, congratulations, love Polly D or uh-huh. whatever. It not only did he charge the card like fifty bucks, <laughs> he never shipped it and then never responded to any of my email, and I couldn't be more happy with the outcome. I think it's hilarious. That's yeah. I never heard anything, man. <laughs> and he and he hit the card for the fifty. It was great, dude. Micah, get get with your man's Pauly D. Okay, can you, I, can you I will get, talk to Pauly. Can you get Phil his signed poster, please? You know, I, it's funny. That those were, again, in the early days of, of this thing. Now, yeah. celebrities are doing these things on Cameo or whatever. The videos, ah, yeah. Where you yeah, can, yeah. My buddy posted a, an Instagram video of uh, noted 90s pop 
our early 2000s pop singer Ryan Cabrera <laughs> wishing, nice. wishing his wife a happy birthday. It was <laughs> so bizarre. That's great. But Dude, yeah, the cam- cameo is super depressing. Oh, because it's it really like, is. You are not on there unless you are just like... Yeah. It's not need, working out. Need, yeah, you need the money. You <laughs> need the three hundred dollars per video. That you should be like, Cameo's uh, slogan. It's not working. out. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that expensive. No, no. How about Brett Favre getting yeah. in, in trouble for like inadvertently saying, saying congratulations to his white supremacists? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not great. Well, great. I saw one the other day where this acquaintance had, had gotten. Uh, oh shit! What's her name? The the girl that sung Friday. You know, Which the one? Friday, Friday. Oh, Rebecca go. Black. Rebecca Black. Like yes, at the movie. She had got. She he had paid for one to like say congratulations for his wedding oh or something. Oh my god. <laughs> That's yeah. Man. So you know, don't don't do that. Don't don't support that. Yeah. Or do if if there's a celebrity that you just really really love and want to you know help them out. <laughs> yeah, it's your charity for the <laughs> yeah. the new year. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, so yes, we like these Air, we, these new Air Force Ones from Off White and Nike. Let's continue with Virgil's other line, Louis Vuitton. This bag was debuted on the runway earlier this year. It is an iridescent oil spill like look on this uh, leather monogram, you know, classic monogrammed Louis Vuitton. And I think people are going absolutely apeshit over this. I think this is going to be impossible to get. I think every celebrity will have one. Uh, I w- th- he just posted a um, an, an ins- another Instagram with this bag sitting with him at an airport. And I, like Sarah Jessica Parker had commented on it. And I, I don't know, like if you're kind of not familiar with, with high fashion, Sarah Jessica Parker... She's kind of, she's almost like a spokeswoman for, she's just very, very well-known and very involved in that world. Mm -hmm. Like ever since Sex in the City, where she played Carrie Matheson, who was obsessed with high fashion and like wore all this weird avant-garde stuff. Like her, all of her, her looks are, are classic in that they're so kind of off kilter and weird, but also because they're so beloved and it was just like, it's just a big deal. And so she's still kind of she still sits front row at a bunch of the runway shows. She's still she's just still like a big name kind of in that scene. And so when I saw her commenting on like what I can't remember what she said, but but basically how amazing this bag was and how she must have one. This is this is going to be big and I'm I'm with it. This this is heat for me. I, I won't have I you know, I won't even be able to touch this thing, but this is a pretty creative interpretation of the super archival, you know, hundred year old print from Louis Vuitton. And I think that you, I think when you bring in somebody like Virgil Abloh to creatively direct a very, very old heritage line like Louis Vuitton, you're looking, this is exactly what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. This is the type of thing that you're looking for him to bring to the line. It's like this, like very, very new modern twist on something that's that has been kind of classic or traditional for for some time and i think it's so genius for them to bring somebody like him on yeah because i mean just think about it this is hyped and everything that releases is is especially in bag form yep 
is you'll never get a chance to get your hands on one. Right. And that's by design. It's 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 genius. Yeah. There, there's pro. I, there's probably already a waiting list filled with celebrities' names for this for this collection of bags for to this me, iridescent look. And it's I really like it. Um, I'm with it. Yep. But uh, you know, a lot of people I can I don't know if anyone said this, but it, it does look at first glance like it, it looks kind of cheap because mm-hmm. it's got that mm-hmm. plastic look. It, it looks, looks like plasticky. Yeah. It's yeah. it looks like it's encased in a plastic. Like the leather bag is one piece, and then there's a plastic over it. Right, right. Which is probably not the case, but yeah. that's what it looks like. Um, and then, you know, during that runway show, he he had those other, um, a lot of like chain length things mm-hmm. going on, and those looked real cheap. But I guarantee they're not. They just yeah. look that way. They're just yeah. like a matte finish. It makes it look like it's plastic, but for sure, right? It's, can't it doesn't. Be. It doesn't like kind of offer the same type of like luxurious, smooth look as some. You know some of the 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 softer leathers mm-hmm. that you're kind of used to seeing, yeah. on like this type of high end handbag or, or duffel. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think it's it's cool. Yeah. Um, just to kind of like spin off of this conversation a little bit, what'll be interesting to see is obviously Louis Vuitton is going to get what they wanted out of Virgil's appointment at least for the first few years because he is going to add this level of hype to a brand that was already doing well and like now they're gonna louis vuitton was always very reluctant to uh get into the e-com game Mm -hmm. but it's pretty much essential at this point like you you're just losing out on money and like whatever you're kind of keeping in in uh in in kind of uh exclusivity Uh and that kind of like that additional layer of allure you you're I think you're I think you're missing out on more than you gain by like not offering anything available online mm-hmm. especially because I guarantee you we're a few months away from um from Louis Vuitton t-shirts that are 5 or 600 dollars a piece. Absolutely. How yeah. can you watch those Gucci logo tees sell out over and over and over again at 480 dollars a pop mm-hmm. and not want a piece of that? And like yeah, like you said if they can just do it and they will just create an e-com site that's so nice and slick. Right. And then just, like, put the sellout sticker on it. It's sold out. <laughs> yeah. You know, even if it's not. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's exclusive. Yeah. You'll never get your hands on it. Nice try. Yeah. But, uh, but so after that is where it'll be really interesting to watch because fashion is cyclical. Everything it has a shelf life. These trends come and go. And we're, we've kind of reached peak streetwear. And, and and we've talked a little bit about this before on a, on a previous episode. I think when we were talking about like Palace and Ralph Lauren, and it's it, it's just you know how much more of this is there to be had? How much further can we go? How much how much closer can we tie the hype and street nature of these of of clothing and accessories with like the super super high end? Yeah, like eventually it feels like it's going to kind of go the other way. And back to back to I, back to I don't know what back to some <laughs> level of like I don't know like traditionalism or something yeah who knows that's it, why yeah this podcast will be around for eternity discussing <laughs> every last move yeah but uh, you, you know I don't know have you watched that um, you did you watch that American meme documentary yeah, on uh-huh. Netflix yeah, yeah. Uh, the fat Jewish says something it, it's I thought the documentary was okay it's a little scattered 
Yeah, it is. Um, it didn't like, you know, kind of, I think it was trying to tell too many stories at one time, but the fat Jewish says like the age of the digital influencer is going to come to an end. And I think he's probably right. I don't know. I don't know when that happens. Maybe it's three years. Maybe it's 10. But at some point, you can something will shift and like you're going to lose this. You're going to lose this this uh, this need to feed the hype on every single piece of clothing mm-hmm. and sneaker and accessory and bag that gets released. I mean, maybe so. But I think that instead of it just going away, it's just going to shift shift to a new medium. Instagram. I mean, it's hard to believe, but it's going maybe to to go away and not be the cool platform anymore, hmm. and there'll be something new, right. and then there'll be more influencers on that platform, and so on and so forth. But, like, everybody's going to look for someone to tell them what is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, that's when Club Cool comes in. We're yeah. here to tell you what is cool. <laughs> there have been a bunch of stories about this idea of the influencer and its role in society that have been coming out this week, including that documentary which mm-hmm. I saw, which in my opinion was about 45 minutes too long, but that's <laughs> a whole other story. Um, the guy who got sued by Snapchat, I forget his name. You, do you know who I'm talking about? There's a big piece in the yeah, ringer uh, Lucas, about him. Lucas Sabat. Yes, Sabat. Yeah, yeah, the ringer wrote a, a um, yeah. Which I found pretty interesting mm-hmm. because it talked about how three years ago a company would just send a fancy handbag and maybe, you know, a few thousand dollars to somebody and like right. hope that they would post about it to yep. an influencer. And now the amount of money that's go, that's changing hands for these, like people are getting sued because they're not delivering on the results. So that's an interesting portion. And the other thing that, that Sabat guy said that I thought was interesting was like in this age, in where we are, you're either an influencer or you're being influenced. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so it, you've got to imagine that, there will still be influencers in some form or fashion, mm-hmm. but it may be different than it is now. Yeah. But I, I think that that's sort of human nature. People are sheep. They like to follow, follow a leader. Yeah. Uh, but, but, and, but, but that's a piece of it. That's kind of what I see. That, that's why I start to pull away from it because when the influencers become like a real true form of advertisement for these companies, when Snapchat is suing an influencer because they did not get like a very, very specific form of advertisement that they wanted from him, it, you, it loses all of its coolness. It loses the ori- like the organic nature that Instagram originally had. Mm-hmm. And so it's all so it's all getting so serious. It's all getting so business oriented and professional and like demanding that it's that it's becoming very homogenized. So it's like. It, we, we, I do think that some of the off-white Nike stuff is really, really cool, and I like it. But so does every single other person that's on Instagram. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there is no. It's just it's it, it it's like there's only it's it's a monopoly. Like they monopolize the attention, and it's this one lane that is telling, and it's the one lane that you're looking at to find. To, to 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 have these people tell you what's cool yeah basically mm-hmm. so that maybe that's where i see some where like a fracture happening because there have to be other ways to to be influenced basically. well it's because we are millennial scum and we refuse <laughs> to get out of our fucking house and go look uh, yeah, at yeah. other like other like for instance if you walk into a nordstrom 
or something right now. Mm-hmm. Something along that line. Not just a standard mall store, but a Nordstrom that's done well, like the one at the Domain. Mm-hmm. You're going to be exposed to a lot more in, in one sweep yeah. as you would be just scrolling through your, your feed. Right. You're right. going to get exactly what you like over and over again yep. shoved Tr- in your face. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, very but true. But if you get out there and just kind of look around, um, maybe avoid the mall, but go somewhere <laughs> somewhere where you can get a better, you know, creative vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a topic that I'm sure we will come back to. Mm-hmm. We could wax poetically on it for, for hours on end. Uh but it's been a it's been a good discussion today. I enjoyed it. Send us your thoughts. You can uh, DM me at Club Coolpod or at Barrett Dudley. I love interesting thoughts and prompts about this type of stuff. If you have a question, we'll address it on another pod. Uh, we've got one more segment for you, but first, let's hear from another sponsor. Do you find yourself distracted, forgetting things, making mistakes at work? A quality night's sleep makes all the difference. The right mattress is the difference between resting and just laying down. Now, if you've listened to me on another podcast, maybe you came over from Oysters, Claims, and Cockles, you know that I swear by my Lisa mattress. Lisa mattresses are the product of more than 30 years of experience in mattress engineering and hundreds of hours of testing. The Lisa is comprised of three foam layers that provide cooling pressure, relief, body contouring, and support. There's also the, the luxurious Sapira mattress. That's what I sleep on. It combines the memory foam technology with the spring technology. It is also fantastic. There are over 300,000 happy Lisa sleepers. They all agree the Lisa mattress gives them the rest they need. I could not more emphatically encourage you to check out Lisa. Go to lisa.com slash cool. You can use promo code cool. You get up to $160 off the Lisa mattress or $235 off of the Sapira, the luxury Sapira that I mentioned that I sleep on that I just absolutely love you know what why don't you make yourself a new year's resolution you're going to get more sleep and you're going to get better sleep by going to lisa.com slash cool that should be your 2019 thing you're going to get better sleep because you get a badass lisa mattress lisa.com slash cool promo code cool that's 160 dollars off of lisa or 230 dollars off i'm sorry 235 dollars off of the sapira check them out all right phil Let's talk about GQ for a spe- second. Speaking of outlets where we can uh, be influenced and, and learn about style, talk about style. Right now, they have their most stylish man of the year bracket going on. Now, I'm a sucker for a good bracket. I just like lists in general. So turning a list into a competitive thing, that's just, I'm all in on these brackets. Have you ever paid attention to this before from GQ? Uh, not very in-depth, no. Yeah, okay. Well, um, you know, last year, Tom Hiddleston won, mm, which was okay. a bit of a surprise. Guy looks great in a suit, but it's about all he wears, it seems. Kanye has definitely won before. He is uh, at notably absent from this list. He was not included in the bracket this That's year. That's strange. It is strange. And, I, you know, I, it, it feels like a GQ statement. For like sure. The dude wore a MAGA hat, so they're not going to include Absolutely. him in, in the list. Yep. And I'm not saying that he even deserved to make it out of the first round. He, did, he, he, he didn't really change it up that much this year. He kind of just stayed mm-hmm. in the same lane. But for him to not be included yeah. on the list in the original bracket. And he's a, a, a past winner? Y- yeah. Put it, him on the list. It's a glaring omission. Yeah. Uh, shame on you, GQ. You should have just at least included him. He wouldn't have made it that far. He didn't He didn't make it that far last year. You think he's going to make it this far, uh, far this year? Um, 
some interesting matchups. Right now, we're already down to the final four. It's Ryan Reynolds, Nick Jonas, John Legend, and The Rock. <laughs> um, here's why I think this is interesting. I- I've talked a little bit before about how there aren't a ton of of uh, of bloggers, so to speak, that I really get much from as far as men's fashion. And I usually find myself pulling a lot more inspiration from what celebrities are wearing. Mm-hmm. From and and guys like Ryan Reynolds and Nick Jonas, especially, it's nice to see them doing well on this list because they are they're perfect examples of guys that just kind of dress casually most most of the time, but in but but very well, they mm-hmm. do it very very well. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, like I. I can't tell you how many times i've seen pictures of this dude and it's just like his jeans are so perfect like they're the perfect length Mm -hmm. they're the perfect cut and he's like six foot three so it's probably a little easier but 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 these are the type of guys that i kind of like look to for you know your your daily wear your weekend wear um now i will say that jeff goldblum and lebron james are out of this bracket now and in fact they faced off against each other in the sweet 16 and I got to disagree because these might be two of my top five right now. Wow. Okay. Um, the NBA, it's kind of the new fashion runway. That yeah. is where like these dudes are all in mm-hmm. on everything <clears throat> fashion. Yeah. And I think LeBron James does it best. He every Everything he wears, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Fit is everything. And God, everything fits him so, so Perfectly. And can you imagine how hard that is to pull off at what what is he yeah. six eight? And I mean I realize it's because these brands are cutting him custom yeah. stuff. But like it, it but regardless, it just goes to show how like the difference between something looking good and looking incredible mm-hmm. is that it fits you perfectly. Mm-hmm. And like this man wears like his his pants, his jeans, they're always cuffed just so you can see two inches of sock <laughs> and the socks are always badass yeah but that's I, I i really really have appreciated what how lebron has been dressing for the last 18 months so where's a lot of john elliott which i he appreciate does, he does um so i would have liked to seen him go a little bit further uh you've got nick jonas and ryan reynolds facing off against each other in the final four and they came from different brackets which i find also interesting the, they the way GQ broke their their four uh, sections of the of the bracket down. They had a vibes section, flex, waves, and swerves. Wow! And I'm gonna tell you what all four of those things are the same. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how they decided who to who to put where. Yeah, wavy but not swervy. Wavy, but yeah, this guy's so wavy, but nah, not too much swerve. <laughs> Oh, he's got good vibes, yeah. but uh, but he doesn't flex. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, so I think that, that and this is, you know, I, I I like GQ a lot, but sometimes they make me cringe. That's a lot of buzzwords. And that is, that is yes, exactly. They were like, hey, what are the kids saying on Instagram to yeah. describe clothing these days? Swervy? All right, put it in there. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> um, so that just like reeks of, of, yeah. of an attempt to stay relatable to the youth mm. uh so i don't like that but um yeah i don't know you see any you see, see anything that sticks out here for you yeah um so i agree that lebron should definitely at least be in the final four 
Uh, let's see. Sean Mendez. I'm not even very familiar with who that is. So, okay, yeah. Sean, I did, he's the guy. He was on Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. He was. Correct? And Sean Mendez, he's a young guy. He's uh, an up and coming. Well, I mean, he's a pretty popular pop act. Like you said, he was on the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Um, he he dresses pretty well. He He's kind of like a more subtle Harry Styles, I'd say, in his mm-hmm. fashion. What I, what I, the reason why I don't think that he deserved Elite Eight is because some of these guys, and Sean Mendez stands out to me as one, they are very clearly dressed by their stylists yes, and their publicists. For sure. Like they have a look that they need to hit mm-hmm. to appeal to their demographic and to like get their shtick across. Like, yeah. hey, I'm a young, hot pop star. And they get dressed like a young hot pop star, mm-hmm. so they don't really have anything unique about them. Yeah, you're not drawing much inspiration. No, I would no. have liked to have seen Miguel get further. I think he's got a good style. Yep, I like him. Um, Jeff Goldblum. If you don't follow him on Instagram, check him out. This guy pulls off shit that the rest of us can just dream of. God, he's so funny too. Yeah, um, why I just I, I posted on the Club Cool Pod. I reposted one that he posted where he's just in. He is in a zebra sweater mm-hmm. with zebra jeans on man and it, it just works which category is he in he I, I let's see what is the that would be a flex <laughs> he better be in the flex category let's see if he's in flex um he is in wavy he's oh, in wavy you blew it gq wavy included bieber goldblum lebron and frank ocean travis scott travis scott yeah okay uh he um, also we've talked a little bit about like uniform dressing yeah exactly and goldblum for a while and 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 you know he does it about about how i would like to do it if i could but this he pretty much just like shops at saint laurent <laughs> yeah and I, that, I i i love that like i love the idea of just being like hey you know what this brand really fits fits what mm-hmm. i'm going for just gonna wear all all this brand. Yeah, and if it can be Saint Laurent, and if it can be Saint great. Laurent, then right, then that's why I can't do it. Is because I would want I mm-hmm. would also want it to be a brand like that, and that's not mm-hmm. practical. Um, but he does he does a really really good job of just like pinning down that one vibe that yeah. he's going for. And so you'll see him again and again in like the same jacket, but with different pants and sneakers, or the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can you you can see where he's pulling from his own closet regularly. And like mixing and matching the stuff that he really, really likes. Yeah. And I, that's that's what's cool. That I like that. Yeah, he deserves well, he should have beaten Ryan Reynolds, I guess. Um Yes, yeah, I think he should have beaten Ryan Reynolds. He, uh, Ryan Reynolds, like I said, he's a great example of how to dress casual Yeah. You know, elevated casual. Uh huh. But I don't know if that qualifies for the most stylish man in the world right now. I agree. Same with the rock. What I don't really I have no idea why the rock is there. It seems like a PR thing. Like they're just putting him in there because he's got a lot going on. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, they could just be manipulating the whole thing. Rami. Who knows? Who is Rami? Rami Malik is the See uh, the guy with the puffy eyes? He play he's 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 Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. ASAP ASAP, you know, I've shit on him before on this show, but he does have style. I'll absolutely. But. So he he got knocked out by John Legend, who's in the final four now. And the reason I'm okay with that is because Legend is another guy that he doesn't necessarily stick to one brand, but he really, really knows what he likes. Mm-hmm. 
and he wears the shit out of it. Yeah. Like John Legend likes bomber jackets, chunky cardigans, mm-hmm. black jeans, and dope sneakers. And mm-hmm. like that's what he wears. And he can, he can pull he, off a suit really well. Yeah. And he just wears like the best of all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I and so I'm with that. And ASAP, while he is absolutely a trendsetter, he I for me he's kind of fallen into this thing now where he's just like he's doing the thing where he's just like piling on like a bunch of avant garde bullshit. I hate that. And being like this is fashion. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's like, nah, yeah. man, none of that stuff really goes it together. Just, it feels like a troll job to yeah, me. Yeah, right. Like, like, oh, yeah, you got the Union Jordan 1s and, like, those Vetmont pants and, yeah. like, that Rap Simmons sweater. That doesn't mean it all goes together. Right. And yeah. then I just still to this day can't get over him, you know, rapping about trap life and then <laughs> always carrying the, the hottest purse. <laughs> yeah. You well, know. you know, the trap don't sleep. <laughs> you got to have something to carry all that cash around. That's man. true. Uh, anyways... Interesting kind of matchups here. Check this out if you haven't, because a lot of you guys uh, ask me kind of like about good Instagram follows and about, you know, who to kind of pay attention to, to like get tips, to get other, you know, ideas for, for how to dress. And this is a nice little kind of cohesive list. Like check out these, check out these dudes, Instagrams and follow some that, that you think has, have cool style. Because that's that is a lot of what I do. Goldblum um, would be Goldblum top of that list. Goldblum, LeBron, like mm-hmm. these guys, both you know, Frank Ocean has some really cool style. Has some really cool style. Uh, Nick Jonas is kind of. I, I used to pay a lot of attention to Zac Efron, and Nick Jonas has kind of like supplanted him mm-hmm. as kind of go to like regular dude, but looks cool doing it mm-hmm. type stuff. Jeans, lace up boots, good t shirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like classics executed very well yeah so yeah, that's I've, I've always you know i got my yeah. fingers crossed for a jonas brothers reunion uh, that, that's 2019 what we're all hoping for in 2019 yeah. that'd be huge yeah so give that a look um a lot of good inspiration to be found there shoot me your thoughts on that if you've got any and uh and guess what guys that's gonna wrap it up for 2018 into the year for club cool what a year it's been barrett it's been a good one yeah yeah well it's had its ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you know but we're, we're still here we're just riding it we're yeah. just we're, we're we're riding it and we're staying vibey and flexy and wavy yeah and all squirty. the buzzwords yeah we're all those things <laughs> hey if you have a chance leave club cool a rating and a review on apple podcasts do that do that one that'll be my christmas gift make that your christmas gift to me that'd be nice um if we can get a little run on the charts That'd be nice. Get a few extra listens. That helps us with ad dollars. That helps us bring you better content. That just that keeps us on air and, and delivering you that good fresh shit that you that you know and you love. Mm-hmm. So it's a win win. We will see you in 2019. Phil, where can we follow you? Um, at Pbatag on Instagram. I'm not spelling it anymore. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley. You can follow the Club Cool Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at club cool pod shoot me your questions shoot me your prompts shoot me your new year's resolutions your thoughts for 2019 and moving forward and we will see you in january happy new year see ya